Hello, and welcome to the Four Corners Podcast with Lenny Marcus. Joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Neil Potter. What's up, Neil? Well, hey there. <laughs> <laughs> you do it worse every day. Hey, man, what's up? We're just killing time. Kill it with us. Four topics, 15 minutes each. Our Gmail is the number 4cpodcast at gmail.com. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It's all the number 4c podcast. Richie Castellano did our music. It's awesome. Today's guest... Let's get into it. Marla Schultz, stand-up comedian, actor, inventor, founder of The Rack Trap, many TV appearances, girls behaving badly. Go to her website, marlaschultz.com. I know it well. We'll be working on it today a little bit. And so let's go for the first corner. Marla, welcome. Thank you for having Let's me. Let's talk you about guys. you for 15 minutes, shall we? Uh, only 15? That's it. I had this so much. You and I met again. I hate to date us, but at least 20 years ago. 20 years. I think it's more. More than 20 yeah. years ago. I was well, at just the, do what I said and say if we met five years Five ago. years ago. Neil refuses to tell how old he is. Okay. Or, okay. I met around I, the same time I met Neil, but we were in. The, here's my recollection of this meeting. Okay. I'm at the Stress Factory. That was my home club at the time. Was it the Stress Factory? The Stress Factory, and you came out with uh, Louis Schaefer. Wow! That I mean, uh, and there was a couch in the corner of this thing, and people, the comics were just waiting on the couch. There was no green room. And then you're like, uh, they were like, Vinny was like, oh, these guys are on the show. I'm like, oh, nice to meet you. And you're like, hey, sit down. And then I sit down, and Louis Schaefer put his hand down on the couch, <laughs> so I would sit on his, my tush would be on his hand. He got and the I'm feel. like, who are these comics? <laughs> you know? Is she going to crawl on my lap? Yeah, yeah. What's next? Are they Is swingers? that how we met? Can Lenny, I uh, am I blowing you out? I mean, no. sound wise. No, I'll fix it. Don't worry. I have very people are like, don't you remember? Don't you remember? I just remember you being in my life and then meeting Neil. But I don't remember the Stress Factory. I remember, I don't remember much. But that's amazing. That's, I thought we met at the Strip. No. I think we yeah, met see, there. I'm, with, I, I'm more of a I can't remember those kind of details. Oh, I always remember and then that I, But I remember, obviously, the meeting and the the thing, but the, the fine-tuning is... I'm with you on that. What do you yeah. remember about those days, the good old days of starting out? I just remember I, I like adoring you. You know that me? I loved this you. Is, yes. No, it was like your career I was more oh, like. Oh, my career. Than me. And you too, Neil. Like, I'm always happy to see the two of you guys. Um, see, this is a good 15 minutes. This is yeah, okay. that's what I'm saying. Go ahead. Painful. Make us feel good, Marla. Go ahead. Uh, well, no. I think you guys are both brilliantly funny. So, Wait a second. with that. Wait, you started comedy in New York. Yeah, I started 19, I think it was like 1990. Or 93, and I had been doing five or six minutes. I auditioned for the New York, uh, you know, the Toyota Comedy Festival. You auditioned for that? Just wait, where did you okay. did you do stand up New York, The Bringers, or I did. I, you know what? I, I think it was New York Comedy on Second Avenue, where the the bathroom floor, like you could had to walk around because I guess every drunk loser and homeless person would pee, and it rotted out the wood in the, on the bathroom <laughs> I floor. That's where I did my first set at yes. the old. The old one. The old New York comedy. Correct. 
Correct. Comedy it was Club. New York Comedy yeah, that's Club. Where, yeah, that's where I did my first time. Then I didn't do it again for like a year because I was so scarred by the whole thing. <laughs> it was the smell because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so OCD. I just was like, anyway, so I would bring, I did, I had so many friends and I was doing a shit ton of uh, bringer shows and stand up New York. And I think I met you. I Probably thought I met there. you there. Maybe there. Maybe a little bit there. But I remember at the stress fa- the stress factory is the one. Like maybe I saw you maybe I said to you, I, I saw you at one of the stand up New York shows and that was it. You're like, sit down. And I let it right on Lewis Schaefer's hand. But why I like the two of you is, you know what? You have like the normal, semi-well-balanced comedians. <laughs> and you guys fit into that topic yeah, instead of like the dark freaks and like the stinky ones. And yeah, I remember there was some this... that are really hard to talk to. Oh, I yeah. yeah. Well, we've like, had... I try. I've tried my best to talk to some of them. I just can't. I'm always waiting stuff. to do Mark Maron's podcast because I got like four stories of him just like when he would walk in a room and it would just like ice over you know like <laughs> like he was the worst back then can i he was such a dick yeah when <laughs> such a dick i was hosting at gotham and i walked up to him and i said hi i'm marla you know i'm a fucking cheerleader gaffigan once said that to me what are you a cheerleader <laughs> and i was like no my meds are really good so i went up to what's his face mark Marin, and i said how do you want me to bring you up i'm a, I'm a host and he blew smoke in my face <laughs> god that's terrible he was ah, such a great. dick and I looked at him and I was like you are disgusting <laughs> <laughs> you and have a lot of stories that yeah, end with yeah. you are disgusting yeah. Yeah, no I hate ugh I just hate gross what do you remember matter. about back then give me some other memories back that's funny I just remember doing shows with you mm-hmm. and just you know hanging at the uh, the strip a lot and also making fun with you and Bethel like I loved all the videos and stuff I you know you I were, don't remember uh, right. defi- we were doing well, a lot of videos I just remember anytime Molo's in a room, one, you know it. First of all, you yeah. hear a voice. But, <laughs> and that laugh when it gets going, forget about it. Like, Marla, where are you? But you jumped in, the, you started comedy. You weren't, were you acting before then or you started writing the comedy? You just started. I started in comedy, but I was also taking uh, acting classes. Joanna with Bexton. Joanna Bexton. Yeah. Did you take classes? No, with I, her? I literally, once everybody goes in one direction, I refuse to go okay. to that. Direction. Everybody was going Joanna Bexton. So Neil gave me, uh, his friend Delara gave me. Um, this guy Ron Stetson, and he was fantastic. Oh, good for so, you. Yeah. But yeah, everybody took Joanna Bexton. What is she, method? No, she, it was more, um, what do you call it? It was Meisner. So it oh, was, it was a lot Meisner, of like yeah, Spoon yeah. River, right. you know, yeah, yeah. all that crap. But one, I remember Joey Cola and Ellen Orchid were doing a sex scene and she <laughs> opened packets of ketchup and smeared them all over her face. And we were all just sitting there like, what the <laughs> is that? So every yeah. time I see her, I think ketchup. No, I always think that acting class always, I have, we, we got to tell more acting class because acting we class has do. the craziest. When it, Bethel's here, we'll do a bunch of acting banana class stories. stuff that happens in the, in the Bizarre. Little, little rooms and you get caught up. It's a different world and no one knows what's really going forget on it i got I, I cry in acting class i had a guy almost want to beat me up in acting class I, I mean i had so many ridiculous things in acting class i had a panic attack and we can t- i know you wanted to talk <laughs> about wait but joanna bexon says you know you're we were doing the repetitive things and she yeah. wanted me to get to a vulnerable place and she goes you know you're you're overweight and i was <laughs> mortified because you know i was a fat kid and people always love to remind uh, me of that. She was just getting you into that place. But let's... Yeah. All right. Okay. Oh, so and she was trying to lead you on, like, to get the motion out of you in acting, so that's her. that was her technique? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. 
But your career is like, you did the whole thing. You were here for a long time, and then you went to L.A.? I was in L.A. for 10 years, and I loved it. I I had a bit of a break between 2005 and 2006, and like middle of 2006, and that's when I picked up touring with uh, Chelsea because we had been on a TV well, show. Well, Ch- yeah. let's break it down. You did. You ended up meeting Chelsea Handler out there before she was, just Famous. as she's breaking, just, just as, as she's she was breaking, breaking, and you're the opening act. Yes, but we met, We I was on three seasons for Girls Behaving Badly, and I was right. like, a, uh, they called them, uh, you know, recurring co-host because there was four stars, Chelsea, Kira Satanovich. Um, What's she up to? She's, uh, I think she's about 127. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good weight. That's a good one. But <laughs> yeah. well, you never, I always no, remember wait. that you never struggled. Like you were always good at comedy. Like oh you my never God. struggled. Like you never, you were always a comic. I felt like you never like, was there, was like, did you, was there bad t- like bombs? Yeah, oh yeah. God. I mean, everybody bombs. Marla but, but talks to me is about the bombs. No, everybody bonds, but you were always good. I always remember you always well, like at, you. A, at always at this level. Like I was like, oh, there's she's this comic. So oh, thank you. Very, That's like, very easy. sweet. No, I had. There was hard That's times. Literally, yeah. the nicest yeah. thing he said to anybody we've <laughs> oh ever had. Oh my gosh, in this year. Neil, that is so sweet. I appreciate that. I think that. he's drunk. No, no, but now I want to hear about the dark times. There were oh. dark times. It wasn't always easy. Wait a second. Andy Pitts was witnessed. So it was because uh, I was going back and forth New York and L.A. and it was a uh, uh, what do they call it? The matzo ball, Christmas Eve. I uh, where was it? I would the first was that show. Corey's? No, no, no. It was here in New York. Oh, so oh. first show was at Caroline's. I destroyed. Second show was at Stand Up New York. So I walk in and this like rabbinical, I don't know if he was, you know, drove the mitzvah van mobile, <laughs> like trying to convert everybody. Are you a Jew? Are you a Jew? Are you a Jew? So I walk in and he goes, are you the girl comic? And I said, yeah. He goes, there's lots of things you can't talk about. You can't talk about Obama because I'm going to talk about Obama. Hey, don't say curse. So he, right as I'm going on yeah, and he smells like, you know, kafil. <laughs> to fish from two weeks ago with the shit in his beard. I was completely skeeved. So oh I get on stage and I start going. I said something about, you know, looking like Rosie O'Donnell. And uh, then I was wearing my skinny jeans and I sneeze in the muffin top and it covered my vagina. Or I, Oh, no. I talked about going to my gynecologist. Oh, and I said, my gynecologist says, you know, after the exam, Marla, you'd be the perfect candidate for liposuction. And I said, Doc, are you telling me I have a fat vagina? <laughs> The audience erupts like the rabbinical (laughs) uber orthodox Hasids go get the gill off the stage. (laughs) And it was it was like, you know, the Arabs versus the Jews. Like it was an infatata of epic proportions. And they were like, get the girl off the stage. And I just said, You make me embarrassed to be a Jew. I go, Would you prefer my face covered up going not without? my baby (laughs) next thing I know my fucking therapist is in the audience (laughs) that's convenient yes and I I was like what are you doing here this is the shul you belong to I go you're fired Andy Pitt said if I, he goes, I have never seen a bomb like this. <laughs> and I wish I videotaped it because it would have been the most. That's what that's what makes me laugh the most. When the bombs. Just the struggle. I, I sit in the back oh. and just, I'd love it. I love it all because it, 
you just don't see it coming. You just think it's going to be. An oh, you see it coming. There's like she's saying. Well, as soon as the rabbi comes up to you and says something like that, you know they're you're set up your, for failure. Yeah, yep. it affects your energy. No, but you know they're just going to sit there and judge every word out of your mouth. They can't. They can't enjoy the show anymore. <laughs> they just were worried about what you're going to say. Well, well they, why would you come to a comedy show? Right, but they were also pissed. It was my real hair. All the women were wearing the shadows, the wigs. <laughs> yeah. Whenever they do rules, I've just had a bad. Whenever they give me a bunch of rules, real quick before I go on, like because me and Bethel. Someone called. Uh, someone said to me and Bethel, "We're a comedy team. It's a man, a woman. They go, don't talk about dating or relationship stuff." And <laughs> we're, me and Bethel were just like, "We're like, well, that's well, why we're well, that's here. That's pretty much all we have." And they're like, "But you can't. I do that. I do that. You don't talk about it." And we're just like, "Oh, okay. That will be. I guess. We'll see you later. Goodbye." But that's always bad. Anyways, so back to L.A. Wait, so why you like comedy in L.A. much better than New York? I did because I felt like it was really pro-female and I was in with like all the female comics. So I really liked the camaraderie. And plus, I booked a ton of television out there. I come back and yeah. it's like one. Co- I did. Well, uh, why did you come back? I came back because I, well, I. You I were killing through, it out there. I was doing really well. I went through a shitty breakup and it just kind of destroyed me. So I came back. You got rid of the whole town because of one guy? You uh. know what? It was just, oh, and then you I had was 10 on the, hundred, You had 1,000 shitty breakups in Manhattan. But I New know. York, you feel more. Do <laughs> New York, you feel more at home or no? Or LA, no, that's not true. I felt, I feel more at home, but I felt special in LA because. Yeah. I felt like I was at the top of the C list out there. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah. And um, I liked, I, first of all, I liked the weather. Uh, I had a really, I mean, the comedy scene was really tough, and I felt like I grew up out there, even though I started here in New York. Mm-hmm. So. Well, and then you did all those shows. So you did, was Girls Behaving That Badly There or here? That was there. I did The Entertainer with Wayne Newton. Right. I remember that. Oh, that oh, was an epic. Wayne Newton? Yes. Yeah, she oh worked with God. Wayne Newton. That's You're crazy. On... I saw him in Vegas. Yeah. So it was like it an was old... the craziest show I've ever seen. Yeah. Me and Bethel went. It was, to this day, the craziest show we've ever seen because in the middle of the show, everyone got up and saluted. He goes, <laughs> oh, how, yeah, many, he how many veterans are here? Like literally like 75% of the room and everyone stood up and saluted to the American flag because he was running, at that point he was running out of steam. Yeah, he, he couldn't do couldn't much. Sing anymore. So he would just fill it with stuff like this, like, "Who's for the troops?" And then everyone stood up again, and he'd be like, "National anthem." And we all stood <laughs> up again. It was just like one patriotic <laughs> shit where you all have to stand up because now you're around all veterans and all things. So I'm the only me and Bethel, the only non-military. So everything. Who's for the Iraq War? We're like, da, da, da. <laughs> it's like the, the thing they do at the Yankee games every yeah, other, every other song. Stretch. Yeah, yeah, every other song. But that's my Wayne Newton memory. This guy was crazy. Well, Mahler was on this elimination show where she got eliminated. Wayne's oh. got to tell you're eliminated. Everything was an elimination show. Yes, that was an epic. That was, was an nice? epic. He's a nice guy. He was or? nice. He actually, afterwards, he, he was like, oh, we loved you. Boy, we made a mistake. You're so funny. And I was like, yeah, because I wasn't a musical theater chick bending over and showing my balloon not all the time. Well, they had like two comics and two singers and no, two of this, all right? Singers. Oh, all it singers. It was four. You and Dave Russo, right? Me and Dave Russo, we were the comics, but uh, there was like a comic clown and like, mostly hot, these hot young girls that were singers. And, uh, but I wish they showed this because I, it was the first competition. I was on the chopping block and they brought me out. I had to do a whole thing to save. So they were like, come on, New York, give us your best stuff. But they kept us in a holding pen for eight hours with no food and water. And I was like, fuck this. So I get on purpose, by the way. Oh, I know to create calm. And we weren't allowed to talk. And I was like, no talking food is one thing, but no talking. (laughs) 
Anyway, so I get on stage and they're like, come on, New York, give us your best stuff. So I started singing and tack dancing Donka Shane. <laughs> they were like, uh, stop, 12 camera shoot. They were like, New York, I don't know if you understand this, but you are on the chopping block. Do you understand? I was like, 10-4, and I did it again. <laughs> so the closing shot, they had me walking at night on the side of the road, underneath the leaving Las Vegas, I look like a dejected <laughs> prostitute getting, you know, your blowjobs suck. Get out of the car. So that's what uh, it was. That was all cast out of L.A.? So that was yes. all L.A. So. Yes, all L.A. And then that's all, you went in for casting or did they saw you at a club? Or no, I went in for you, casting. You and for, that's the kind of stuff that's only in L.A. Like, yeah. I feel like that stuff doesn't cast in New York. That's, that's pretty amazing. But you did have a lot of success. Let me wrap up this segment. You did have a lot of success out there. Yeah, you met Chelsea, you worked with her on the road, you uh, did that show with Wayne Newton. You had the one with Courtney Cox. That was, I was supposed to be a regular, and then yeah. the writer's strike happened, so that was a real bum- what bummer. What was the name of that show? It was called Dirt, Dirt and, and right. it was on FX, and they were really cool. Like, you But know. you have a ton of stuff, and every time Marla goes, I can't get anything out of my career, yeah. I tell people this all the time, like, you have more stuff than 99% Thank of the you. people I've yeah. ever met. Thank you. So quit whining. Ah, there's the bell. The bell. We go to round two. Okay. We're going to take a hard left. Now, you also, you show me these pictures back then, and back, and you always come in with new headshots, and it's, you're, I want to talk about dieting, because you are the queen of, man, if, if I had to hear about dieting, from, I mean, my mom dieted, my sister died, everybody's dieting, but you literally probably could write a book on dieting. Oh, absolutely. I've like done you've everything. you've done every diet. Yes. So now you're thin. Oh, bless your heart. And finally... I'm a little over my goal weight, but... Uh, <laughs> finally, how did it happen? How did you make it happen? I uh, I actually did an in, a weight loss infomercial. I lost 20 pounds because I went through this breakup and they threw me on this horrible uh, antidepressant where I'm a compulsive overeater. Love, food was love in my house. Next thing I know, I'm just eating and I'm never satisfied. So I pile on 20 pounds in Los Angeles on top of the 20 I had, so that's 40, and I show up in my manager and he's like you are not fat enough for the Melissa McCarthy roles and you're too fat for the guest stars so what a sweet man I feel like Jason Solomon I feel like they love to tell you that in LA you're too old you're too you're too fat you're too ugly I feel like they take such great joy in it like they feel like they have to do that I'm like well you don't have to do to say this stuff my manager we won't name him at the time years and years ago who I got rid of he had I begged him to look at Dimitri Martin. So he looks at Dimitri Martin. He on and on. Now Dimitri couldn't be more famous, right? Yeah. So he's like, Nah, I just don't see it. I don't see it. And he let him go. And within a year, Dimitri was famous. Okay. On Comedy Central. On Comedy Central, he was the king of the Edinburgh Festival. You know, like his career just rocketed when he yeah. left this guy. And I go, Why don't you see? Why don't you see it? He's very unique. Blah blah. blah. And he go, and he just tap on his nose. He'd point to his nose. Oh, I go, because Dimitri has a big nose. This is what you're saying? He's like, yeah, you've never seen his profile? I'm like, you're out of your fucking mind. Oh, that counts it was out. crazy. Yeah, I'm out. I'm you're out. out. Everybody's out. out. You know, this is ridiculous. By the way, I Jimmy Durante's out. Yeah, everybody's oh out. Oh, my God. W.C. Fields. Yeah, everybody's out. His movie, Dean, was great. Right? Where is it? It it came out. It did a run. It was really you know, good. It's a, it was really good. Yeah. Oh, it did get distribution? Yeah, it's small. It it's CBS. Just, just small, yeah. CBS. It ran. It, it came out here. It's small. You know, the selected. Is it on selected, Netflix already? Because that's, I think it'll just be. Do yeah, great it's probably on Netflix. Netflix. It's, I it's hope on so. a. Um, 
It was on like the 66th Street, you know, yeah. like uh, the theater, the smaller theaters. I'm, the Angelica. I and stuff. Oh, I, so it, it was that kind of run. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it wasn't wait, a When you're run. gaining weight in LA, are you saying to yourself, are you like, all right, I'm just, that's it. I'm going to gain like 100 more pounds. I'm going <laughs> to just see what happened. No, I didn't want to get that fat. But because um, I was like, oh, but my career wise, are you like, oh, man, maybe I should try it? Because we have a friend, but we won't say his name, but we're always like, he, you know, he's always like, I wonder if you just go for it. And just go, see what go roll bigger. The it like, seems like going bigger, like this, you will get more of a chance in Hollywood if you're if they can cast you as. It's that. almost like right. growing a beard. Like I'll just grow a beard and that will to launch me into the beard crowd. Me, yeah, yeah, the beard are fat. But Let me you tell you a quick story. Like no, we'll go back to Marlon once. I want to tell this Lucian story. So Lucian had this. That's a famous Lucian story. He had this heavy set girl come in the back for her critique. Like they would go up on a Monday. She'd do comedy. She'd come out, go into Lucian's office for the critique, and he his critique to this woman was. Well, you could lose a lot of weight and be more attractive to the business. Or you could gain another hundred pounds and be a make a complete spectacle of yourself. <laughs> and apparently the story is she walked out of that little booth like weeping and Aww. ran out of the comic strip. So anyway. But so back to this. So what did you decide? He says that to you and you're like, what? I just I, I took it so personally and of course, <laughs> of course I was like I'm so upset I'm gonna go to uh, Baja Fresh and get like triple <laughs> fried burritos and then the guacamole gallon of ice cream yes so I just ate my face off and then I got heavy. but I lost it because I finally went off this stuff and it was a doctor goes you're a compulsive overeater I was like yeah the food was love in my house and long story short so I dropped 20 and then I, I got cast uh, doing a weight loss infomercial and I dropped the last 20 and I've kept, you know, uh, 15 of it off. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. And so the weight loss okay. infomercial, you did like the before after stuff? Oh, yeah. They, the, they, they, they want, they ask for that? I thought it's all fake. Oh, know. no, no. Oh, it's all real stuff. But they gave I us. The commer- I always think it's all fake where the no, before and after. No, they were real because I'm not going to ever show the bikini shot. It was just disgusting. <laughs> um, but Every time Marla loses weight, I'm like, oh, no. She's like, what? I'm like, oh, no. She's going to change her headshots on her uh, website. Oh, I already did. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm getting you get more headshot than any. <laughs> human being I've ever met. No, it's always hard when they ask you to do stuff. I don't know if it's Lenny, but I'll throw you in the category. I always, whenever I audition, they're like, man, you got to take off your shirt. Yeah, It's a shirt too. takeoff. And I'm like, I don't think no. you're going to, I got hair. I was like, oh, it's not going to go well. And they're like, you got to take off your shirt. You're at the pool. It's amazing. Yeah, you're at the pool. You know, you're at the pool with the with the models or whatever. And I like, just wait I for the, off, and then we take off our shirt and they're like, Wow. Yeah, they, they literally. As soon as I take off my shirt, like every time you can see, I just look. I make eye contact. Yeah, yeah. I never make eye contact with anybody, but I'll make eye contact with the casting director just to see. Like, okay. <laughs> I can tell they don't even want to move on. They don't even want to tape yeah. it. They don't even want to do the audition, but they have to now. They're like, oh, yo, yeah, you're not okay, getting we'll, this. We'll just continue on and not press. Yeah, anyway. I'm not shaving. I'm not like <laughs> waxing it just for your dumb audition. It's gonna be miserable. Anyway, back to Marla, shall we? Um, so yeah. it's calories in. I used to kid myself going, well, if I eat, because I love cupcakes. If I eat two cupcakes and then I do two hours of cardio. That doesn't work? No. I mean, yes, it helps, but, you know, it's calories in, calories out. Mm-hmm. And uh, what? So this has always been upset. This has always been in the back. Yes. Did you do yes. Weight Watchers with the points? Oh and the- God, yeah. And it would just make me eat more because I'm like, ooh, I get skinny cow. It's five points, and I have activity <laughs> points. So if I eat the whole box, that's a whole week of activity <laughs> points, and I, then the extra points. I went to lunch with Marion Grodin one time, and she literally brought a little scale. 
Okay, that's 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 a, a lot. scale. Like a, if you go to at a diner and she like, hold on one second, clink clink clink, and then she brings out like the scale. I'm like, are we measuring heroin? What are we doing in this diner? No, she was measuring like vegetables. She was allowed to. Eat. I'm like, this is insane. Just don't eat that much. But vegetables are unlimited. Unlimited, providing whatever. it's not coated in butter. <laughs> Because that's 10 points. Was there any real good one? What was, <laughs> like that so it's just calories in, calories. That's the final thing. Just eat less. Yeah, what's the best diet you've yeah, ever been the on? Best? Though? Where, what's the best? Well, I loved having, when I lost that 20, they gave us, it was 1,100 calories and the meals were prepared. So it kind of looked like an easy bake oven portion. Right. And I was like, oh, that's, <laughs> that's the amount that's you're it. supposed to be eating? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Oopsie. I'm always like at the barbecue. Well, it's protein. Can you throw another foot long hot dog on? I love a barbecued hot dog. I know. Dog. I feel like the protein's such a good thing because it's like, oh, it's, it's good. Can Bacon's you eat as much good. protein as you want? Like if you just eat chicken breast all day, that'd be That's fine. The, right? Yeah. What that, that is the name for that diet? That's the Atkins. That Atkins all protein. Paleo. And paleo. now yeah, yeah, ketosis. Yeah. Ketosis. <laughs> what paleo is like you eat what the caveman yeah. used to eat, that kind of thing. Yeah. What's so, the new one now? Ketosis. <laughs> What's it's, that? it's the same thing. Protein, High fat and, um, you know, but the paleo is more like natural fats. I mean, you can have butter, but the avocados, <laughs> the nuts, the olive oil. It's like, also that's, confusing because you're not supposed to eat butter, but now now you weren't supposed to eat butter, but now you're supposed to eat butter. It's good for you again. Well, butter is better than that margarine shit. Yeah, so now, but it's really the sugar and the processed stuff. That's the stuff you got to stay away from because yeah. if it doesn't, yeah, if it's not fairly natural, you know, it's it's all the I processed shit. I feel like food shit. is impossible. It's just Never. It's, I, it is. It's I talked to Lenny about that because I read Obama's book and he ate seven almonds at night. That was his freaking. <laughs> Are snack. you serious? Yes. He ate seven almonds and I had been eating almonds because I heard it's great. So I've been going to Whole Foods and buying a big thing of almonds, but I'm shoving like fifty right. at a time. Neil hasn't like, shit in like I fourteen think, weeks. Yeah. No, I think fifty. That's almonds. high fiber. <laughs> no. I think it's great for me. So I, in my mind, I'm like the more almonds, the better. I can take in at a certain time because I can't. They're okay. But uh, Obama's like seven almonds at night. That was his big treat. Meanwhile, then, he smoked cigarettes, so yeah, he yeah. was an but addict throws too. You, everything throws you off into this disarray. Like yes. you hear so much stuff. Butter's good. Butter's bad. This is good. This is bad. Uh, just eat bacon every day. It's great for you again. So I don't know. It's impossible. What can't you just eat everything you want and just work out like a crazy no, person? That's no, no calories in, calories out. But you know what? If you do the Atkins, it can say initially you can eat a pound of bacon and like you know steak up. No, you can't have it up poivre because of the sugar and <laughs> yeah. the shit in it. Anyway, but yeah. Yeah, but bacon can't be that good for you if you no, just it eat isn't. bacon. Yeah, but you're obsessed with working out too. Um, yes, but I thank you for the reminder. I was dawdling. I've been procrastinating. We have a gym in my building, and I was like, why can't I used to do the elliptical all the time? I was like, well, I walk thirty blocks. Well, that's good too. <laughs> yeah. But and I do, I do Pilates a lot. Yeah. So and just keep moving. That's really yeah. The phone point. keeps track of your steps. And then me and, my, me and my 10, dad, me and my dad on a trip, were having a competition because his iPhone cheated. Because we would walk, the, I would have ten, I would have like thirteen thousand steps, and clearly I walk more than my dad. He's like barely walking, and my dad had almost like eighteen thousand steps. Hmm. And so I'm like, his phone. Somehow he said his phone words cheating, but that's good. That's good exercise. Nah, too. he was he was gaming you. <laughs> he was gaming you yeah, somehow, but it's always been good material for you at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, everybody can relate. And my, I love. I have a new joke where I did lose 40 pounds and I ran into somebody oh my god are you going to be able to keep it off this time and then I went into that picture I showed you of like this neurotic you know yeah. fat 8th grader and I said uh, yeah and then I started yeah I'm wearing a size 
she's eight in the gap and I'm so excited. She's like, the gap. I hear they cut big. Are you going to, you know, <laughs> are you going to be able to keep it off this time? I said, yeah, if I keep banging your husband, I will. But, uh, I'll tell you what though. It is a weird thing with the sizes in women's outfits. Cause Gino come in here. Like it depends where you go. It could be club Monaco, eight another one's a six you know whatever and she's like no i was a i was a six when we got married i'm an eight like was it the same dress from the same but you could literally also buy two dresses from the same store and they might cut it ever so slightly differently right but they do that for the guys too because i go down who cares but i go down the sat i do because i go down the saturday which is a cool store downtown and you go buy i like the clothes they're a little overpriced but i'm gonna buy them and then i try on a t-shirt extra large t-shirt and it's like so tight and small <laughs> and I'm like what's going on but that's what all the cuts are like was it made in Asia I because don't know. that's I don't what know. happens really but they just cut everything really weirdly uh, the t-shirts are super small well it's probably so, unique low because I I'm go in there and I'm a, like a, I'm a, like a triple X <laughs> you know because I have boobs and a lot of Asian chicks don't but tell Gina to shop at the Gap the if gap. she wants to go smaller. No, she goes, okay, I will. And Old Navy's the Gap, J. Crew. Yeah. You see those packages right there? Uh, those are all the stuff. My wife gets stuff sent to the house, tries it on. No. Puts and it back in the it. box. No, I return it to the <laughs> UPS store. And then that's my day walk. You know, okay. I go out for a walk later. Yeah, go to UPS, go to US, the post office. Boom. Don't Today, they, more will come. Yeah, but don't they p- pick up downstairs? Well, sometimes. You know, okay. it depends when, if I can catch them. Got it's, it. It's ridiculous. And were you more obsessed by all this when in L.A. than here? It, it was yeah. like hyper-focused more oh in L.A.? Oh, my God. Crazy. Like you thought about it more in L.A. Oh, yeah. I, I went out with a guy, and he was 140 pounds, and he told me. And I was like, ah, uh, uh, gee, that's my goal weight. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so that was That's hard. what he said? He's yeah. like, oh, I just got to tell you. About- you know what else? I was doing a day job there, and I'll never forget this guy said to me, he goes, you know, it's a shame. And I go, what's a shame? He goes, you have such a pretty face. I mean, they were like so overt. Yeah, that's weird because there's more passive aggressive, I think, out there. Totally, totally. That one, when it comes to weight, they're like, nah, you're fat. But I actually said, I go, have you looked in the mirror? You know, you've got a fat ass. <laughs> Next day, I was like locked out of the office. So. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. Well, it's it's constant. It depends where you go. Like uh, Abby, you know, my friend Abby. Yeah. So Abby's kind of heavy set and she goes up and down with weight. She goes to Chicago. She was. She calls me from Chicago. She goes, I am moving to Chicago. Because in <laughs> Chicago, she's small. Yeah. You know, so she's like, people are like, oh, who? hello. Yes. Guys are hitting on her. She's like, I might have to move to the Midwest. <laughs> you know, here's nothing. Well, if she wants to feel like a petite flower, yeah. go to Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, you, you see people from different did parts. Did you do the world. Nebraska comedy thing, too? No, not yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Lenny yet. That, right? Oh, I, was, I just performed. I performed in North Carolina for the first time, and you go there and you think everybody's shooting up heroin when it's really insulin in the restaurants. You know, like, boom, everybody is <laughs> shooting up. Oh, because they're at fat. The rest, they're enormous. <laughs> well, North, oh, sorry, Bella, you're bailing people. us out. I'm bailing you out. There you go. Bell and Howell. All right, we're on to our next one, which was it's kind of leaning into this. So, like, some of the weight, explain how your boobs affect your weight. You've always had gigantic boobs. <laughs> 
Can and I the bane of your existence. <laughs> that's the topic. But that's the topic is boobs. <laughs> you want to tell her that? Should I just? Well, first of all, Neil is obsessed with boobs, and you're the only. Hold on, we're the only one that we could talk about boobs with is Marla. Marla will talk about boobs because she had big, big boobs. Giant. Giant boobs. You've had, yes. And then Neil is obsessed with boobs. So you should, Lenny, this you should be your thing. This, this is not true. It's this is obsessed. Not true. No, Neil is obsessed true. with, no. Neil is a total boob no. guy. Do you remember I said to you, Lenny, I love, like, yeah. I love you so much. Yeah. And I, it's because I have big boobs. You're not going to go out with me. And well, cause you were, you like tall skinny. Look guys, at you and Gina. You, yeah. know, you and Gina. I'm not a big boobs guy. It, it came from my grandmother. My grandmother was a big lady. Oh, big lady okay. with big boobs and would sweat all the time <laughs> and so would, would sweat in one of the moo-moos yes. you know the boobs are hanging out of there she's like come here and she would suck me into those giant <laughs> boobs like a stripper you know yes, like a, so, yes. and I my, my whole face would be in the middle of these boobs <laughs> and my father and relatives would be screaming at her in Yiddish like let him go you're killing him I, you know so you, the last thing you wanted to do was motorboat your grandma that's right <laughs> and I didn't know that that was going to be that um, traumatic trauma- yeah, that, traumatizing that was a good memory or Bad memory. Bad. So but to this day, I don't like. You told it. It seemed like a good memory. No, that's you had, the way you told it. There was joy in no, it. No, there was. I miss my grandma, but I mean, I came out of there wet <laughs> with like boob in my eye. Like Boops. no, it's I, like but you remember it, yes. and that's the most. Yeah, I remember thing. it. I'm there scarred. That's called scarring, you Neil. You know why it was? I hate. First of all, when I was 40 pounds heavier, I there's a picture of you and me, 2008, the strip, and my boob was like three times the size of your. <laughs> head and I don't know why your head was right near my boob but it was like it almost looked like a solar eclipse ah, that's funny. but I was traumatized because my grandma lived in Brighton Beach and we used to go to Brighton Beach for the summertime and my sister and I were tiny or we were younger rather and they took us into the shower so you have all these old Jewish women and their boobs like were dragging <laughs> on the ground or they were swimming I mean, everyone like, was in the, sh- in the Shower together. Yeah, so I felt oh, okay. like maybe I was at a concentration camp, you know, because I was like, oh, because I was scarred. But anyway, long story short, we would be in there. And my sister was like screaming, ah, because we thought we were going to be killed by these pendulous boobs that were swimming. And they were giant. And I thought, oh, my God. I never want this to happen to me, you know? And then my grandmother, who was 4'11 and a giant boob with a big mouth on top, she gave me, she goes, yeah, I have some extra bras, pussy. And she goes, try them on. And when they fit, I had another panic attack. Oh, my God. So. Did you ever have a. Uh, no. 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 You didn't have a reduced. I, I lost. Yeah. No, no, no. I lost weight and I went down a But size. you played it up back in the day, too. Like, here they are. Well. Here the girls. You know what? When I didn't. Yeah. And I remember I met John. Stewart yeah. uh, at Caroline's taping and we had a couple of dates. Oh my God, I was crazy about him. <laughs> anyway, know. and he was staring at my boobs online. He was just like mesmerized and I go, hey asshole, they don't talk. And he's like, can I have your number? <laughs> so, How was that? Tell us about that. Um, oh, it was, we went out a couple of times and then when I, I, you know, I used to wear my tight leather pants and tight sweater and I felt like pinky Tuscadero, <laughs> like that prototype. And when I, 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 when I, our second date, I showed up in a, t- like a turtleneck and Levi's and he's like, I feel so much comfortable with you dressed like this and from a Jap from Syosset, Long Island. <laughs> but he just said he was heartbroken when I told him I wanted to be a comic and had I known uh. then what I know now. 
now, I would have given up this fucking business <laughs> to marry that guy. Yeah. Oh, oh, I loved him. On. You could have yeah. done comedy later on. Right. Just, <laughs> right. Was he, he was already performing then at the time. It was back in the 90s, and I think he, yeah, he was already it was, doing it. Yeah, he was yeah, to Caroline. He was a headliner Shit. when I started, and I was 95. That's a sliding so. yeah. moment. Damn it. Yeah. You know, the, the, you know, that's a regret. Sliding door when they. Yes. That movie. That's a, but um, you know what? The boobs open up a lot of things for you. Uh, yes and no, but all I, the skinny, my wife is, you know, and all these thin girls with no boobs are always jealous of women with big boobs. And then well, you, you have know. the, uh, my mother was the, jealous of my sister. My mother had, uh, you know, my mother had smaller boobs. My sister, by the time she was 12, had bigger boobs than my mother. And she was like, where did she get that? And like, she probably, it skipped a generation. It does because it probably, you know, from Punnett Square, your grandma, your dad. But my sister developed. She's two years younger than me and she got boobs. I was flat till I was 21. Hmm. I was such a late bloomer. And I was like, I'm a hermaphrodite, mom. Like, <laughs> what? Yeah. So you were 21? When, like, t- when I was a junior in college, that's when they awesome. just... Boom. Yeah. Where'd you go to high school? In Brooklyn? No, I went to uh, Long Island, Huntington, oh, you were, you were North Shore. Island, okay. I was in North Shore. So you, you moved Shore. out there right away then? Moved out where? To Long Island. You didn't grow up in... You were... When you I said you went to Brighton Brooklyn. Beach and all... Oh, oh no, never, my grandma lived in Brighton Beach. Oh, so that's where you come All grandmas lived in Brooklyn. Yeah. I, everyone, well, everybody I know, I know. Well, you, the city was all the city, and then seriously, back in the... No, but she said Brighton Beach, so I figured, okay, maybe her child who was in Brooklyn no they everybody go to Long Island. the whole place was Brooklyn and Long Island was built you know yeah, Robert Moses at, they, yeah. they built that in like the 50s so now people started moving out there so it's not like it's um no it's still close but everybody was still in Brooklyn so everybody's parents are still in Brooklyn yeah. and all the kids moved out my, to gran- Long my parents both grew were born in Brooklyn and grew yeah. up in Brooklyn and then my dad was the outlier and he moved to Long Island and then uh, and that was the big where, move yeah to go to Long Island yeah yeah, well, I mean, for everybody. Saying, yeah, everybody else. Okay. No, Peter just go. never left. Right. The official. I saw left. the Neil Simon plays. Just so you know. Oh, okay. Good I'm for you. Brighton Beach memoirs. And, Good for uh, you. So Neil is obsessed with boobs. Let's talk about you and your boobs, which <laughs> no, is the I, irony I, of irony because Bev loves no, tiny boobs. I'm not obsessed with boobs. I think. Oh my god! Everybody, will look at those boobs, man. But you know what sucks boobs. about having big boobs? Women will always come up and touch me. They're like, "Are those real guys?" They're just like <laughs> they think it too. And especially when I was in L.A., everybody was like, "Who did your boobs?" And I was like, God. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but girls crazy. just have a whole different thing. They're always talking to each other. It's like more. Open. Oh yeah, totally. It's like a different. Well, let's let's uh, talk about this. Like, let's talk about plastic surgery in general. You were saying, like in L.A., they would come up to you, but you did a sh- you did that girls behaving badly show, and mm-hmm. you would do like who did your work? That was one of your. Oh yeah. Little, little, right. Set up the bid. It was you were on the street. Just on the street, and it, it was a hidden camera show. So I was uh, just stopping people on the street and just who did you do who did your work and I would have them do like blink if I thought they had an eye job or boobs I'd be like come on bounce up and down and it was really funny to see people go uh okay you know and they would just follow along because people I think are you know they lemmings would, they would say who did your work and like nobody and Marla would go what you look amazing <laughs> what are you like 30 and a woman's like 45 and she's like well oh my god thank you thank oh, so you so you're much. always nice yeah, she, yeah. Kinda, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was kind of, like, and all of them were just less like, 
so you are the sweetest person. You know, they look like hell. But, but you had it. They just threw you out there just to go to town. Like you had yeah. to just go up to people. They had. They didn't have people for you. You just had to go up to people. Yeah, they were people on the street. Oh, they gosh. set up like a booth. Mom is not shy. I don't know if you know that, but that's still hard. Mm. But I guess if you're you're getting paid, then it won't be as easy. Absolutely. But I'm always up for the game. I'm yeah, yeah. always up to you know be a practical joker, and I love hidden camera shows. <laughs> but you know what's interesting? I can tell. Like I went to go see Beth Midler, who I love in Hello Dolly. It looks like you know when a snake eats like a rodent, and you see like the back. You know, you can see the imprint. <laughs> yeah. That's what so many women look like with these cheek implants, like the Kardashians and yeah. the lips. I Why have, they do the oh, lips? The Kardashians the lips. are all done up. You think? Or the yeah? Uh, do all I of think them? all of them? Hello. <laughs> no, I look know at a picture are. when she got banged up at the butthole from the black oh, yeah, guy, yeah, which yeah. launched her career. By and the then way, it's been constant changes. But, yeah, she looks completely yeah, different. I guess with, it's true. Yeah, they've and the Kylie, the, the young girl. Yeah. They did why? The everything. Yeah, yeah, First yeah. of all, why do the women do this with their lips? Because it looks worse. It looks worse, and they look like they just sucked. Uh, the you know they were sucking on a tailpipe of a bus. You, you know, definitely like see more of it in L.A. Is that like they all think I have? to look like that um well look at pamela anderson she looks completely different or courtney cox jenna james yeah but courtney cox started looking like the Catwoman here in new york and she stopped right or something she did stop but But i think it i think it's i'm just making this up because i don't know but i think it's that you still it one either looks good on camera yeah even though it doesn't look good in real life but for some reason that looks good on camera or they think that it looks good on camera or it's aging two two this is my other theory is that it just, even though everybody else sees it like you've gone crazy, they think it looks great in the mirror. Like they, they've bought into the way it looks. In the, in the mirror, it looks great. Like they, I don't know, for some reason, the person can't see it or something. But what I don't understand is they have access to the top plastic surgeons in Los Angeles. And the fact like Pamela Anderson, I was like, who's that? That's Pamela Anderson. She just filled up her face with so many fillers mm. that she looked completely different. And the know, lips are I, ridiculous. I understand it though. I understand how you want to do it. And I understand it though, how you want to do it and you want to, and you just get in that office and then everybody's kind of doing it and you, you do a little bit and it looks pretty decent. But it's also a money thing too. It's really expensive. But then people say you look good and then you just do a little bit more, (laughs) but your friends are going to lie to you and go, yeah, it looks good. You know, I mean, are how many friends are going to really tell you? you Oh my God. A lot. One time (laughs) I, I fell for the trap. If you're my friend, you'll be like, and you know, that's really bad. No, my, you got to go to my hairdresser because I, I, cause my family, they have these jowls. So I went to somebody and they gave me filler and they, I just said, give me a little and it lifted up and I looked at pictures. Do you remember like the old Jaguars with that really long front? Yeah. That's what my face looked like in pictures. <laughs> and my hairdresser was like, um, I saw him six months later. He goes, thank God your face went back to normal. I was like, yeah, But what is the again. fillers? What, what happens? You just, it's a shot? No, it just, yeah, it's, it's an like, injection. Ugh. And they just, it just kind of lifts up your face. And I've done a little Botox, but I've always said, because I had like an ass crack in my forehead. And I was like, <laughs> I need my eyebrows to move. I do, I've always said just a little dab will do you. But you would do the fillers again? No. No. But no. You, you, okay, so that's... That goes to my theory. So when you do the fillers, then you go look in the mirror and you go, that looks pretty good. 
I no, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I look like a jaguar. I mean, right away XJ. you know, like, holy oh. shit, I can't go out. But no, yeah, now but what do you do? But you, you go out. Wait. But yeah. you go out, and you, then you you go out, and you just hope people don't look at you in the eye too long. <laughs> <laughs> and then it goes away, and then it, it just fades, fades away. Yeah, it fades like How long? almost. It took maybe eight months. Oh shit! Yeah, I just because if I smiled, it looked like I was a chipmunk, and I was storing my winter, you know. Mm-hmm. Sustenance for it was in my cheeks, and so I was very but emotionless. But the pictures look at the time. The, no. but it makes pictures look great. No. Like you can pay maybe the perfect selfie. Absolutely Nothing? not. I looked like a jaguar. <laughs> I think Neil's so, trying to convince himself about. And both so things. then you're like, okay, don't, I'm never Nick, doing this again. Neil, I'm, I'm into telling this you, fillers. I'm heading right in that direction. No, do not. You don't need anything. <laughs> truly, I'm gonna do hair. I want to do hair because I'm completely have no hair. I, I want to do a, just do it one day. Show up, not tell anybody with a full head of hair. Well, that's Tom, what Jason Alexander did. But I don't want to tell anybody. Tom Cotter. He, did he do that? Tom Cotter. Well, Tom Cotter had great plugs. Did he? Did but, wait? I don't. I don't. No, Jason I, Alexander said, you know what? I want hair. I'm doing hair. And that was the end. He did hair. And now he has hair. Oh, he has hair? Yeah. I thought he doesn't have hair. Nope. Now oh, he has I didn't even now he's attention deci- I haven't to seen him. him in a while. But I was just going to do it as a goof, as a joke, and just see if people, how many people were. I, I still think half the people I know would not say a word. They'd be scared to say something. Or do you think that's crazy? Oh, they would be scared to say something, but <laughs> people would be like, oh, hey, Neil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would be a lot of that. I think you should get a did giant throw. Did you get a fro. lot of that reaction? Like a lot of I like, do, too. Did you yeah. get a lot of, hey, hey? No, people would just, I, again, I wouldn't want to look at anybody in the eye too long. Like, for instance... <laughs> you know that's a perfect example yeah. beautiful girl and who i adore and she's gone a little bit overboard and she's always talking about it oh my face hurts like she was hanging out with joan rivers too long mm-hmm. so you're done with all that you're yeah, not joan looked terrible by the end oh she totally did she was a pretty little girl she you know what she was an attractive housewife yeah, yeah. again she didn't just have to do and, and, and she didn't have to do anything but her face looked like a mask, like Wayland right. Flowers and Madam. Right. Do you guys remember her? That's right. But well, there was every dating. once in a while for her, that's going back to my theory, that every once in a while for her, not all the time for her, she totally overdid it. But every once in a while, there'd be like a moment where it'd be like, hey, Ella. you know what I mean? Who? Joan Rivers. No. I think she turned the like The whole angle. documentary started on her face, like this super yeah. close-up on yeah. her face and pulled back. It yep. looks like that. that is jarring. That it is jarring. Scene. Hey, listen, I'm all about facelifts. Like, I think you look at Demi Moore, whoever she's gone to, she looks great. She yeah. doesn't look, she's had, uh, Cindy Crawford, she had an eye job, I can see. But, you know, I'm I'm having a lower facelift because I get like, I don't want the, the bands. Because I'm vain. Women are vain. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I totally all makes vain. sense. I mean, women have different things than men, but men is definitely hair. Like every, I feel man like man boobs, man boob. But yeah, I don't worry about that. I just wear a shirt. Or you know what, <laughs> Simon shirt. Simon Cowell had uh, chest implants, and he's oh, always yeah, yeah. Like well, Kardashian had the butt, the butt implants, and all those kind of things are kind of crazy. Disgusting, ridiculous. You ever seen Nicki Minaj before implants. all the work? No. She- you wouldn't recognize her. Well, look at the, what is that disgusting white piece of? I was going to say white trash, but uh, black china. 
Oh yeah. Could you? The, I mean, with those lips, and again, it hurts. Crazy. Yeah, the, she looks like she's wearing a they're, they're, mask. It's expensive. The whole thing's expensive. Well, a yeah. lot of careers have been ruined. The the girl from um, Jennifer Jen, from right. Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing. That girl's done. Oh yeah, she. Compl- no, 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 well, no. She she's the mother on Red Oaks. Oh, she is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, well, she'll good for always her. have a career. She was in Dirty uh, Dancing for God's yeah, sake. for God's sake. But she does look like a different person. That would be kind she of. She looks shocking. like a different person. Um, what's it, Lisa Rinna? Oh, with the lips. With the lips, and crazy. And they get cast looking at like a normal person. And That's then crazy. It's, it's women, we're lemmings. You know, everybody is looking for the fountain of youth to stay thin and to look young. Yeah, and there's that one on do. TV I see every day, uh, Sona Bello, and they, they freeze stuff off. Have you seen those <laughs> Yes, yes. And, I was like, and you okay, shit it out. Let's just, uh, you yeah, do? Yes. Oh, they like freeze it and then you... They take your areas. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. If I could do my muffin top, I would. And you know what? I'm trying to figure out how to like... You know, get them to sponsor well, me, so but easy. I don't have a podcast. That seems like you don't have to work out. You'll just do that. You just so you just just freeze it. You just freeze the shit out of your body, and it just yeah. Oh, so you and then you. I think so. I don't know enough, but my favorite was the lifestyle lift, where I think they took a string and they strung it from one side under your chin and would pull it back. Remember Debbie <gasps> something or other? You light up my life. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. Whatever her oh, name yeah, is, yeah, Debbie. I know, I know who you're talking about. But wait, wait. Explain the string. How does that work? I, that's the thing. You, you try sh- and find information on it, and it's like clamp shut. You can't get. There's <laughs> nothing. There's no information available. Like oh, that's it, like the top secret one. Yeah. yeah. What's the hot plastic surgery now? Like what's everybody has it? the butt implants or no? That's the big one uh, right now. I don't know. Neil's Apparently, asking for a friend. Is yeah, he? I'm just asking for this person I know. This Neil guy wants butt implants. No, no, no. <laughs> You've been living well, with for 20 always, years. Bethel always is very proud. Every time there's, a, she likes to like. She thinks I feel bad about like my hair loss. Even it's all gone. I'm totally fine, and I'm totally no. And she's always like, "Hey, he has hair plugs," and it's like a big star like Kevin Costner. He has hair. And I'm like, I don't care. Why are you telling me that? Like to make you're make, ageless. You it, look the same when you're you 20 do. or like 90. Yeah, you do, Neil. I was waiting for that. Now we ring the bell. All right. That's all I was going for. All I had to do is compliment them to get out. All right, great. All right, so the last segment we have is you and I both did something very odd. We got married later in life. Oh, my God. Yes. That's right. Oh, I thought we got married together. And I was like, oh. what bit was that? Is that one of your great little videos? How long have you been married now? Uh, going on um, four years. Four years. 2014, 15, 16, 17. Yeah, next year. Oh, yeah, three and a half years. But we've been together eight that's great. And you were never married before that? No, but I've lived with guys. And you were close to getting married before that? Yes. Oh, lots of times? I was engaged you when I was 21. I oh, okay. No, no, no. I, oh. yeah. No, oh, I didn't. so you met a, a guy right out of college and then yes. you are going to get engaged? Yes. And what happened? Just, um, uh, we were, I was finishing up on Long Island and we met at Pace because I did a semester there and he was working in the city, came out, slept over. It was freezing cold. We were having breakfast and he said, go out and warm up the car while I finished my breakfast. So I got in the car drove him to the Long Island Railroad, had a panic attack, and I was like, I don't want this. And I broke up with him because I didn't want to be, you know, I was a mother's helper from like the time I was 13. I raised like eight kids, you know, four boys and whatever. And I came home and I told my parents and he goes, are you kidding? That was the best of your prospect? (laughs) 
you were going to get married though at 21, it was going to happen. Uh, I Could yeah, happen. he wanted to get married, and I <laughs> talk about sliding doors. Yeah, that would have yeah, been a different life, right? Go but, ahead, sorry. But every all my a lot of my girlfriends were getting married, but I knew I had a bucket list. I wanted to live in New York, Los Angeles, and London, and I had already lived in London because I did an exchange, and then I moved into New York, and uh, then I went out to Los Angeles. I just I didn't I just I knew I wasn't ready for that kind of relationship. I but just, you met in college then. Yeah. What college? Uh, I met him at Pace. I did. Oh, that's right, uh, okay. I went to Plattsburgh for. I was exiled to Plattsburgh. What okay, was your that's degree? What I uh, communications and English literature. Wow. Yes. So comedy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Plattsburgh cold. Oof. Freezing. It was the worst. It was the Arctic. Yeah. It was awful. That's a freezing, freezing place. Awful. And what's awful. that guy do now? Um, actually, he reached out to me on Facebook. How's that's your how mom? That's how it always happens, it's, right? It's like that's is that the greatest part of Facebook, or is that the worst part of Facebook? It's just kind of weird because he wants to get together, and I was like, "Why? You know, how's your mother?" And uh, it was like what happened thirty to years him? ago. I don't know if he got married. I think he maybe he's married, divorced, but I think he's living. You know, I don't know in Florida. I, I don't know. I don't. I I didn't accept. All right, so you friendship. had that one at twenty one. Then I uh, I heard a lot of complaining at uh, in the thirties. So oh yeah, no, I. Did dated a lot and yeah. then I uh do you I know any guys Len yes I was always because <laughs> uh, you had a pack wait did you do online dating I did that's how I met my husband oh that's how you got yeah okay. Lenny was a professional of online dating just I so did. you know what an epic fail that was <laughs> but I'm so glad I missed the tinder and the swiping and you know everything it's all the same dick pics <laughs> <laughs> yeah dick how many pics. guys would you send a dick pic to Mama? Uh, I know <laughs> Lenny was dating like you had like five to six a day no that's not true he was doing more spot more day he was like no, tons was, of comedy had, spots and kind you had like three or four a day no, what are you talking Dating about? Dating things. You were constantly meeting because no, you don't drink. I wasn't constantly so meeting them. You don't them. drink, so that cuts like that was the whole five thing. Hours out of I would go day. online and I couldn't meet them because like, you didn't drink. Because one, I don't drink. Two, as soon as you said stand-up comedian, they, they thought you were poor. insane anyway. Right. Poor, yeah. No, but you were going into the place, and he was literally he was going to the place, and literally he was making the whole judgment in like five minutes. So he's like, "I'll meet you there." Blah 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 blah. Done. Like but I could just no, see I mean, people I would, would if like, look, this comedian, have you seen him? Is he famous? Yeah, that's a, right. Exactly. I met enough Jewish women who thought comedy was stupid. Right. And know? no sense of humor. Yeah. They want you doctors, lawyers and accountants. But men, too. Like they would say, wow, you know, you're cute and this and that. But it's like comedy. And I dated I was living with a guy and he's the one who just really broke my heart. But in the back of his mind, I wasn't making enough money, even though I had a side, I had my side gig and I was, you know, touring, I was making money, but a lot of judgment and it takes a special person to accept who we are and what we do. Wait, he was, he wanted you to make more money? Oh yeah. Cause he was, he went through a divorce. He had two kids and, um, I just, I don't know if he thought my career was serious enough and you know, you don't have health benefits, even though I was paying out of pie. It's just, you know, this. Oh my God, even to this day, you don't understand what goes on, Neil. My wife, all the guys who kind of liked her or whatever, yeah. or they're whatever that they, they she's would, very pretty. Whoever they talk awesome. to, oh, you did the comedian. Oh yeah, like how's that going? They was like, do you do you make enough money to live in New uh, York City still? Like, is it going okay? Like, unless you're super famous, they don't think you can make any money. Right, right. I'm like, does he? And so now Gina knows when I do these gigs, they make a lot of money, and I take her all, all over the world. We've been to Italy, and they're like. 
she can't explain it to him. She just has to take it. You know, she's not going to tell him anything. You know she's what? not going to tell him, like, we just came back from Italy. Why she's not? not? Tell- well, I mean, she'll tell him that, but she's not going to say, I paid for all of Italy. You know what I mean? She's going to... Did she? What do you mean? Did she tell them? No, did she pay for all of it? No, I paid oh, for it. Oh, good. Of it. Yeah. Just no, be like, of course. Like, we, it sounded like he just said she paid for it. No, yeah, like, I, I paid that's for Italy. That's great. I paid for everything. That's the craziest you thing. You wouldn't then, let her pay for Italy? I she paid when we got there we would split whatever we got but I paid to get her to Italy right I you know I contribute a, as well I mean for instance I'm taking my husband to Canyon Ranch it's an all expense I have Bethel a gig pays up there for everything for me <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll I'm gonna talk to it. her I am so talking I'm like, to I her used to be like oh no, like, we're gonna do one great. tomorrow we'll find out about that I love that but I'm the like, thing yeah. is you know why I don't know why she'd be like of course my husband's doing good have you seen my Instagram post my husband <laughs> takes me all over the world. World. Yeah, I mean, we go, we How go, we don't live large, make? we don't live large, but we live enough and I have enough money. I have everything I ever wanted. So right. like now that I have her, it's like, okay, any extra money I have, let's just do something. Good with, for you. Yeah, so it's like, okay, but... Uh, but people, the judgment about being a comic, that was bad when Ugh, you're dating. and The, the worst. Con- yeah. And uh, yeah, it, it was really bad. It was, it's just bad. Especially Jewish women, I hate to say it, they just, they want money and their parents tell them, marry somebody with money. Right, and it's, right. And it's really, it's really difficult. But also, it's hard for people, like, I was just with my uh, girlfriends and, like, I, I felt like nobody was asking me about my life and they were talking about their kids and college and la 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 And I felt like I would be bragging if I said, you know, I've just I've restarted auditioning again and I've been nailing it in one take. Like they don't know what the hell that is. No, no, we're definitely out of whack with outliers. Normal com- yeah. Normal conversation. It's like I can't. It's like I say when I go visit my little brother and my my parents in Williamsburg, Virginia. Oh wow. And my little brother has three kids and then me and Bethel I'm like I we don't have kids so I'm just like I'm just I literally am like Mike, can I just borrow a couple of kids just to go out just yeah. to, just to take them <laughs> So just so for God's sakes, for the love, just so I can feel like normal just for a second. Cause, and then when I say stuff, what I'm doing, they almost al- always zone out when it's yes. anything like I'm writing something or, oh, yeah, uh, we're doing a podcast. It's, just, it's like they just almost like they don't hear it. And then we're like, oh, my God, we're taking the kids over here. Yes. It's the craziest thing. It's it's too. I don't know what that is. Because they it's because people are so narcissistic. And if it's not in their sphere of existence, they don't know what questions to ask. Believe me, I just had a therapy therapy session with my therapist yeah, yesterday because I was like, you didn't ask me any questions about <laughs> no. myself. I feel like the fat chick went from an eighth, you know, eighth grade. Yeah, Gina says that. You don't ask you me about my... therapist the whole time? You don't ask me about what happened today at work. What happened? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I know Bethel got mad at me last night because I I, I asked her and then I don't listen properly. Like So oh, I asked, but I didn't give the proper listen. And then I cut her off. You know, my oh. husband is very excited and boisterous, and he does the same thing. And then it's like, how come I'm not volunteering? But then for some reason, it's what I was imprinted as a kid. Like, don't be too big. You walk in, you take over. <laughs> <laughs> and it was that kind of criticism. So, you know, that's Well, he's how quiet. I'm... So Colonel works out. He's quieter than you, right? Uh, no. He no? Lo- no, he's, uh, he's, he's, he's Mr. Character. In terms oh. of you meet him, he 
definitely asks a lot of questions, but he loves to talk. But you're you're smacked. You're just like, wow, this is such a great guy. And they're like, yeah, he has why a very, is he with you? He has a very friendly face. Yes. He, when he walks in, you're just like, this guy's a friendly, yes, friendly yes. face. Yes, yes. Yeah. He's, and he's so cute with these green eyes. And, <laughs> but he's always smiling. And um, But this all happened in New York. Yeah. Oh, nothing, nothing. You didn't meet a non-L.A. See? No, no. Oh, wow, okay. I, I was with a guy for two, like two and a half years. And um, I wanted to get married and have a kid at the time. And he went through a bad divorce. And I said, look, this is not what you want. Let's, you know, let's just end this. And he was really, his father called me because his father wanted me. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, 80 years old. We were mountain biking in the Palisades. Oh, I thought he was calling to help. And no, he's he like, was, he's calling to, no, I he heard you wanted, guys broke up. Yes, no. <laughs> yes. My what? wife, yeah, I lost 40 pounds and my wife found him. Um, no, oh, he wanted me shit. in the family. Oh, yeah, and I he, guess he did. No, he had such a crush on me. And, uh, oh, my yeah. God. You felt it right away? Oh, my God. He was like, I bought you a mountain mountain bike you want to come over and go mountain biking and i was like uh, alone yes oh, oh my god and this guy would ride up the did, mountains did, the guy, did he know his dad's like doing this no he's, not really you know his he, he thought it was really funny but he yeah. called his father really upset when we broke up and his father then called me he's like you can't break up with my son yeah, yeah. you know he's really pissed. he's more yeah he's more pissed than his son that's yeah. funny so it, it worked out later in life then mm. But um, as I swig, how That's right, sorry. attractive. Um, but the thing is, the the hard part of joining forces and cohabitating when you're older, like I'm a curmudgeon and I know you are too, yeah. but you know, sharing your space and like my husband now has to write his name on the toothpaste because I'll not put the cap on. <laughs> or if I use his USB cl- you know, po- uh, yeah, charger yeah. and I move it, it makes him insane. Oh I'm that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And she drives me, look at this place. This is filthy compared to, and then you'll, you'll say it's neat, right? No, I can I'm see like, there's clutter. This It's stuff. driving me absolutely nuts. We need, I need closets for her. I need, you, you know, need she's got a lot of stuff. Here. This is all her, all this stuff. There's a lot of stuff that you're like, come on, can you just, and she doesn't see it at all. She thinks this is way pin drop neat. Uh, I'm like, sweetie. No, you need like California closets. We need a lot of closets. Like this, you need a big, you So can when get we go looking here. at other apartments, I look for a lot of closets. Yeah. People are like, oh, how's the bathroom? I don't care. You got closets? Yeah. Because, yeah, living with somebody is really, really hard. Yeah. Um, you can make a platform bed with the drawers underneath. Oh, uh, we've tried. I got stuff underneath the bed. I got stuff in every nook and go- We were trying to, we had, somebody bought us a big picture frame for our wedding photo. And I mean, I could not, we just, there's not a place to lay down this wedding photo. Yeah. Like I can't find a, we, any ledge, any, it's all taken. It's all taken. And I'm a minimalist, you know, so it's driving me crazy. So yeah, it's a, there's a lot of stuff, but I'm sure it's driving her crazy. It drives her a little crazy too. Just leave it for now. Just leave it. And right. I know I can't leave it for now. So. Right. So yeah, it's a lot. I go, how about I just buy you your own apartment? Is that all right? <laughs> Hey, she gets I'm, really mad. That would be something. That she would be, really that mad. That would be a different relationship. Yeah. It's Woody Allen. I'm like, Woody Allen lived with Mia Farrow. That he had his own apartment. She has right. Came oh. over every morning after he had breakfast. Oh, my seriously? Yep. Yes. Yes. Well, he's, uh, Sounds good to me. But my fantasy. I'm yeah. sorry. I don't mean to talk no, over here. My fantasy is a three-bedroom apartment with uh, the conjugal room. <laughs> That's what I want. Separate <laughs> bathrooms, yeah, yeah, separate yeah. bedrooms, and the conjugal room. Yeah. Every time we go somewhere on the uh, like um, to a hotel and they have the his and hers um, 
sinks yes. in the bathroom. Oh my god! When I get a house, I'm redoing the bathroom for his and her sink. Her sink would be like <laughs> it would look like a, a garage sale, and my sink literally has a toothbrush and the toothpaste on it. That's it. But this is only a New York problem because in New York you can't get that. If you go to like if we're all somewhere else, we have a house with like eight sinks and it's not an issue. But here it's all craziness. No, she, I she like the double. I like the double sinks for I, sure. I got to get my wife. I know this. So I need to get my wife uh, uh, her own sink and a walk-in closet. That's the key. Yeah. The walk-in closet. But you never saw all this coming? Both of you never saw any of this coming? Of like, course right I saw away. it coming. Every girl I ever lived with or have been with, they're, you know, pains in the ass. And right, what, what did you do on the first date, Marla? The first like, date? you know right away, like, this is it, I got it? Well, I told him, when I first saw him, I was like, oh my God, he was wearing pleated pants, he had a Jufro and glasses, he looked like a porn director from the 80s, <laughs> but I knew he was really sweet. So, but you and, said that to him? No, not no. initially, so we meet, and <laughs> it, was, it was a humid August night, and he's sweating, and I just picked up a napkin and just started patting his head. <laughs> so Did we, he like it? No, he, I, I just said, you know what, wipe your brow, because it was like, <laughs> You know, he's blinking a lot. Oh and God, I was like, does he have Tourette's or is he just And he came sweating? back for round two? <laughs> yes. No, his face must have been in your grandmother's boobs, yeah. you know? Yeah. And uh, we went out again. He was really sweet. I did a cruise, that cruise to Nova Scotia and down. Yep. And I was still checking out other guys. But long story short, I went out with him a couple of times. And like the fifth date, I sleep over. And he's like, if you want to leave some of your stuff here. And I said, okay, here's the deal. If you want me to bang you, we're going to get rid of the police pants because I can't handle the front bum look and we're getting new glasses and we're going to cut off your hair and he was like done oh, <laughs> oh, so wow. you got to make him over oh he is my I am so proud of that yeah <laughs> I am. That you fixed him? Did he uh, know this? He's like to oh, himself. No, no, no. He, he knows deep he down. Was, inside yeah, he, he was totally. totally I think you open just invented yet another show, Marla. A <laughs> fixer-upper men version. You know, they have all those house fixer-uppers. No, that would be a good show. Oh my God, Marla no fixer-upper. Non, no nonsense. Get in there and just take yeah, care of him. Here's what we're gonna do to you. Yes. And he comes out at the end, like the big reveal. Yes. You got any stuff for us? What would you do to me and Lenny? No, quick, I, I quick? just think you're perfect. No, no, yeah. <laughs> I think you're perfect. Again, good answer, Marla. Woo, we've gone out on top. Like, <laughs> yay! You guys perfect. are the best. Um, all right, so let's just wrap it up with, we do, every week we do, like, uh, one, my one thing for the week. It could be good, it could be bad. I'm going to go last this week because it's important that I go last. Neil, do you have one thing this week? The, um, you could bring up anything. We, sometimes we rail on the subway. Sometimes we... I have the one weather, thing. the eclipse. Oh, I got and, something and it's for All comedy right, go. because last night I was watching. I won't tell you what show, but I'm watching a show on TV, and the laugh tracks. They got, it has a laugh track, and I'm just, I, I'm just listening. I haven't watched the sitcom in a while with the laugh track, and I'm just, I just can't. I don't, I don't think it works anymore. Yeah, I'm just saying. So I'm hearing it, and I'm not laughing, and I'm hearing it, and I don't know. Something's going on where now I can't watch a show for. It's so distracting. And so the, my the biggest thing is like, oh, uh, I'm, I'm worried about the laugh track. Right. I don't Could know where that goes. I, I think well, it, all the sing- everything's single camera now. They don't have need it. it. Someone needs it because clearly and I still dream of doing a show with a laugh track. But obviously it doesn't work for me anymore. <laughs> yeah, it totally makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Maybe this podcast needs a laugh track. And like, <laughs> I'm going to so put it in every time you say something like <laughs> Yeah, I think I'll. I need a laugh track. So that's perfect, Marla. Uh, people that allow their dogs to shit in the middle of the sidewalk. That it is the worst. Makes me 
crazy. And I want to go up and say something, but my husband says, I can defend you in a court of law, but not on the streets of New York. So I don't want somebody flinging the dog poop at me, but I think it's so <laughs> disgusting that people allow their dogs to crap in the middle of the street, uh, sidewalk. Even if they pick it up? No, because no. then there's a schmear on the sidewalk. <laughs> well, where do you, you got to take them to the dog run every time? No, sometimes they don't curb, make it. Curb your dog. Oh, curb like, right on the curb. Put, or cur- not on the curb in the, in curb, the curb on the side because not in the direct path of. Forget walking. it. When they put scaffolding up in front of the apartment and the dogs pee on the scaffolding, it's, it's disgusting. Yeah, it's World War Three out there. Right. All right. My last, th- my one thing for this week is um, this is a sad one. We lost a comic the other day, right? Joe Rocha. Um, I didn't know He was him. a comic from the comic strip. Mm-hmm. What a sweet, sweet guy. Yeah. He didn't get, you know, this is a guy, well, the great thing about Joe Rocha was he did everything like, he was an LA guy for a little while and he came here and he knows everybody in like, like Latino thing, but he, he was a guy when you walked into the strip, he could bust your balls, but he was so sweet. You know what I mean? He was just, he, you could tell how happy he was with doing stand up comedy. So man, he was like 49 years old. Didn't feel well, went to the hospital, died. How what old you, what, was he? Forty nine. What happened though? What, we, they don't know what happened. I didn't get the word, but this is we heard this last night at the strip. So Joe, thank you for all the laughs and being a good guy and smiling and always had a good word. Like, don't worry about it, man. You're really funny. So he was a he was a funny, sweet guy. Oh, We're gonna miss Joe Rocha. I'm sorry. Sad ending this week, but Marla, thank you so much for coming in. As always, you make it quick and easy. Oh, I had a great time, and I'm always available. This is a perfect time of day for me. Go so ahead, MarlaSchultz.com. Do yeah. give me some cl- anything. Uh, MarlaSchultz.com. I'm on Instagram. I haven't figured out the Twitter, but I'm Ms. Marla <laughs> on Twitter. Nobody follows me. There's, you know, I look at the impressions, and it's not impressionable. Or Nobody impressive. cares here on this podcast podcast numbers or whatever we don't care we just want to know okay. that you're having a good time yeah I'm, I'm having a great time shows uh please petition ray ellen because i would like to go back to aruba <laughs> that's your biggest gig. yeah i want to go back i loved it i'll anyway, work on that for you thank you neil we'll see you next week bye